Whiskey! To another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we like to get together and watch those movies that we remembered lovingly from our past and see if they're actually still any good. This week, we're going to check out one of my favorites, even though I didn't bring it to the table. This week is So I Married an Axe Murderer. I'm Nick. I'm Ash. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. Minus. And that's Bryce. So this time around, I think Bryce is going to have to participate a little more than usual because Bryce is the one that brought So I Married an Axe Murderer to the table. So what can you tell us about this movie, Bryce? Why are we watching this? Well, you know, I really liked Mike Myers in this a lot better than in, in his, uh, his Halloween movies he did. And it was just such a different role for him. Uh, so, you know, I really wanted to bring this to the group and share it. Insightful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the guy's got range. <laughs> you never would have known that it was Mike Myers because he's got that mask over his face, but it is actually Mike Myers. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is from 1993. So wow. when you think about the 90s, this is full on freaking 90s. And this is right slam straight in between the two Wayne's World movies. Wow. So uh, Mike Myers was on Saturday Night Live from 89 to 95. And this movie comes out in 1993. So it's towards the end of his Saturday Night Live run, right when he's starting to get momentum as a movie guy. That's usually what happens, right? The Saturday Night Live guys start getting movie deals and then they leave. Usually. So, some of the more successful ones. Yeah. 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 Um, so this is kind of in that early Mike Myers hype. And it's, dude, if I remember correctly, this is going to feel quite 90s. Oh, boy. Um, I, I remember thoroughly enjoying this movie. In fact, I have the soundtrack and still listen to it regularly. These are some uh, hot hits of the 90s in this movie. Some Toad the, Ro Toad the Wet Sprocket. Well, now I'm excited. Some Spin Doctors. <laughs> There's some great stuff in this movie. Sam's face was you priceless. You better sing them all. <laughs> We need to put together a uh, let's rewatch uh, like Nick's greatest hits. Nick's like, greatest hits, yes. Album. Yeah, I a, love a collection it. of let's do a series songs that both were and were not in the movies that I expected to yeah. be or not be in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be like like one song. I know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm quite confident there's some Spin Doctors jams and some. Ned's Atomic Dustbin jams in this movie. I don't know that I could fact check you on that because I don't know what you just said. <laughs> you know the spin doctors. You don't doctors. know spin doctors? I don't think I do. Wow. You've probably you've at least heard those words together before. We yes. need to introduce you to the spin doctors. You're right. about to embark on true spin doctors territory. Like 1993 is when the spin doctors ruled the world. Well, I was five. Through, through so. fear, because they were very ineffective doctors because of the spinning. <laughs> but they're great at spinning. That's not the quality that I would look for in a doctor. I'm just saying. If the patient could just hold still. <laughs> so, of course, you know, everybody comes to this movie for Mike Myers. I mean, even at that time, Mike Myers was a pretty big draw. Um but also in this movie is Nancy Travis, who, you know, we haven't seen her in a lot of stuff recently. Um, she was great in Air America, which was before this movie. I haven't seen that either. 
Air America's, I, again, I remember it being great, but who knows? Yeah. Um, back before Mel Gibson was insane. And <laughs> Clinically insane. The, the first time Robert Downey Jr. was awesome. <laughs> so there, there's a lot to love in Air America. She was in Three Men and a Little Lady. And oh. you might remember her because she was in one of your favorite shows, Becker. Oh. You're always talking about how much you love Becker. I do love Becker. Who was she? Yeah. Was she the lady? I never really watched Becker. Oh, so um, we'll never somebody know. named Chris, I think. Okay. Maybe you'll recognize her from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then a, uh, a couple of um, the sort of actors that you would call those guys actors, like, oh, that guy. You, you know? know him, but you don't know your, his name sort of thing. Right. right. But, but it's, what's funny is it's not guys, it's girls. Um, the actresses that you can only recognize by sight and you'll never remember their names. <laughs> That's porn stars, right? Exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, not exactly that. <laughs> you said exactly but I, I think uh, <laughs> Nick was like ready to jump on that. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that thing you said. <laughs> but I think that uh, Amanda Plummer is is really great also in this a movie. great porn star name. Just putting it out there. Um, you'll definitely recognize Amanda Plummer from Pulp Fiction. She was oh. Honey Bunny in Pulp mm. Fiction. Be and, cool, um, Honey Bunny. Debbie Mazar, I think, is great, but man, she hasn't been in anything in a while. Um, so yeah, they're they're fun to see. So yeah, not the uh, most you know superstar filled cast, but okay. you know some some really good people who I think do a great job in this movie. Again, if I remember correctly, you know mm-hmm. we could end up watching. I feel this. like that's the speech you give to like the little league team that fucking lost. <laughs> like you know, it was just it's a really great job from everyone, guys. Really, no, that was that was great. Good job. Like yeah. if I remember try. correctly, if I if I uh, I see, like, I wasn't watching half of that, but I'm I'm pretty sure it went well. <laughs> so I, for one, think I'm going to have a great time watching this movie. I I really enjoy this movie. I feel like it's a little more low energy compared to most everything else that Mike Myers does. Mm. Um, but if you're into like a slightly more chill version of Mike Myers, I think it's it's super good. And it has um, two beautifully glorious cameos in it um, that, oh. that I'm excited to Don't see. Don't spoil. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, Bryce, you're bringing this whole thing to the table. What do you think? Uh, how do you think you're going to feel about it this time around? probably gonna be good all right brett what do you think (laughs) (laughs) well uh i'm kind of curious to see what they're gonna do with the title that makes it a shitty joke on top of what the movie's about like how many times will they say it or like is it the punchline to something else Mm. so that's i'm i'm excited to see that because i feel like that was that was a several decades thing where they just keep doing shitty things with titles. Uh, so we'll see if that happens, but also Mike Myers in the nineties was funny. So like I'm ready for some funny Mike Myers. So you haven't <laughs> seen this movie at all. I've never seen this movie. Right. No, this is a, this is a new experience for me. So what do you think, Sam? Have you seen it? What do you think you're going to think? So I saw it a really long time ago as a kid. And all I remember about it, was that some scene somewhere takes place on a roof. And that's all I remember. <laughs> like, so are you sure pretty... you're not confusing this with Fiddler on the Roof? I mean... <laughs> I have never seen that, so... It's a pretty important scene. It's funny that you is remember okay? the location, but not the, the moment. 
Yeah, so I, I do remember that aspect, but I don't remember anything else. And I remember the cover of the VHS tape with, like, the blue background. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. So I really, I don't know what my expectations are, but I imagine it's going to be pretty good because I like Mike Myers and think he's really funny. Do you like... And I love cheesy stuff, so... Do you like movies you with blue backgrounds? <laughs> with blue backgrounds? That's what I... <laughs> This room is the VHS blue. tape having. Uh, sure, let's go with the yes. What was the uh, Windows Movie Home Home Movie Maker, or whatever? Where like, oh, yeah, Windows Movie Maker. There was that trend for in the early two thousands. Oh yeah, the where title was always was blue always background. blue background. Which, White title, blue yeah. background. Which, come to think of it, was a really weird choice on Microsoft's behalf because isn't the solid blue screen with white text? Doesn't that mean your Windows computer just crashed? Yeah, that's true. I'd never made that connection. It, it, it was one of those things to alert the viewer that they were about to watch a really shitty video. <laughs> yeah. Please turn off your computer now. We're begging you. <laughs> so, Ash, you you have not seen it, or I guess mm-hmm. I haven't. No, I I was five when this movie came out, so no. And then I never saw it again. But you recently caught the austin powers bug yes so that was the other crazy thing is like i had not seen austin powers and i know this sounds insane but i had not seen austin powers until like i don't know maybe like a year ago maybe less i hadn't seen austin powers at all and and i think really the most mike myers i had been exposed to was shrek and i love him in shrek i thought he was really great there so I fell in love with him with Austin Powers, loved those movies, so I'm expecting that I will like this movie as well. Um, I think the only thing that's going to be hard for me is, like, the super dated 90s everything. Oh, you're going to love the suits that he wears. <sighs> See, that's great. I'm <laughs> yeah. on board with that. But, like, you know, it's just or stuff. Maybe not suits, the, the, the blazers he wears. <laughs> yeah. There's just some stuff about 90s filmmaking that's a little hard sometimes to watch <laughs> so this is four years before austin powers okay so still a bit of a lead up there is this like a character just because i'm not aware is this a character an snl character that he had that no, they, no but let's leave that conversation till the end okay yeah right. no but all right, so okay. I think uh, we've got our expectations on the table. I think we're ready to to check out this uh, Mike Myers minor masterpiece and see how it goes. So, uh, yeah, if you have not seen So I Married an Axe Murder, now might be the time to pause the podcast and check it out and join us when we're done. Mike! Mike Myers, we loved you in our youth. It's not a killer, but killed me watching this movie. <laughs> you just slipped Trumpet in the walk in solo. there. <laughs> it's a little walking. Harriet, Harriet, hard hearted harbinger of haggis. It really is a fine line between that character and, and Christopher Walken. There's a fine line between a lot of these characters and other characters. This there was no line. Sucks. He was he was fucking Shrek. He, oh yeah, he was Shrek and Doctor no, Evil. No, he was he was fat bastard. Fat bastard. And, yeah, and fat bastard. 
So what was what was your guys' favorite part of the movie? Because I have several. I I have four distinct favorite parts of the movie. I definitely have a favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it was Phil Hartman or Michael Richards or Charles Grodin. Well, I don't or know Stephen who Wright. any of those people are, but you can I commandeer your vehicle? <laughs> yeah, Charles Grodin. <laughs> yes. I think it ended up being like the best parts of those movies were the cameos. Yeah, like the, Mark, yeah Michael Richards as the insensitive man. Yeah. And yep. Stephen Wright as the sleepy pilot. Oh yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And uh Is it was, is it funny and, that 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 scene with Michael Richards it just exploding uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm the insensitive like, man. <laughs> kind of felt like maybe what happened in real life when he did exactly the same thing. Uh, yeah, I couldn't help thinking of that myself. Oh no. <laughs> I was like this is like too real for me. <laughs> that clip should have been all over the internet. Predicting oh, I'm the, the insensitive future. man. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We were talking very recently about the whole Chris Farley as Shrek thing, Mike Myers stepping in, and Sam was telling the whole story about how he recorded dialogue in his normal voice, and then came in one day with, I've got a great idea, Scottish. Yeah, I remember that talk. The fan. And I think, I think the reality of that was that uh, they recorded some dialogue, and Mike Myers was like, hey, you guys have seen my movies, right? They're not good. Let's uh, let's do that one. Remember that time I was funny. Let's do that for Shrek again. Yeah. And then again in Austin Powers. But did anybody think that was funny in Austin Powers? Like that was like the worst part in of Austin that Powers, movie. Austin Powers, it was okay. Like in uh, here, I think the Scottish father was pretty good. Really? Like, if they had a different character playing Charlie and Mike Myers playing the father, I think we might have had ourselves a movie here. Uh, <laughs> the the Scottish father was funnier than but yeah. My, Mike Myers, what, what was his character? What was his name? Charlie. Charlie. Fucking, Charlie. I wanted him to die so badly. <laughs> right. He was such an, I, a pussy. So so help us Hello. out. Hello. Th- Hello. How <laughs> many oh, yeah. times can you say that joke? Fucker. How many? Why did you ever think that was a joke? <laughs> so not funny. I he I said think it like a dozen times. I think in 1993 they should have had a special Academy Award for most patient actress. Because Nancy <laughs> Travis the whole time is just sitting there Ugh. waiting for him to run out of steam. Yeah. That whole I'll get the check bit, she's clearly just sitting there like, okay, I just – at some point I'm it's my cue to grab the check, but I don't know when he's out of steam because this gag isn't funny. Yeah. It never was funny. I just have to wait. It was, it was at the end of like a 15-minute long single take. <laughs> she, yeah, and then she finally yeah. grabs it. It was supposed it. to end with, with Mike Myers being like, no, I'm just going to get the check. And it never fucking happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, was, I'm ending this take right now. I it was, was like, an improv moment. I was really hoping that she was actually a murderer and that they would like flip it again and she would just end up killing him in the end and that would have been a, such a better ending to this movie. Or she accidentally killed him. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a very tragic curious. accident in the butcher shop. <laughs> I'm very curious if if you guys notice this because I one thing always bugged me about this movie. Yeah. And then halfway through, Ash actually said it out loud, so apparently it's bugging her too. What the, what the does, fuck does he do? What does Charlie do for a living? What does he I do? I said that. Brett he's, said wait, he was he's a, not cop a cop and he's not. No, he's not a cop. Why do you think that? You thought he was a cop? No. Didn't they say that at the beginning a, of the movie? No. No, the other guy. How much did I you they, have oh, to drink? I just kind of like, I, thought, I thought like, 
like the context was that they were both cops? No. no. I don't I think, think so. the only information we got from him is that he's a beat poet. And like, yeah. I don't know about you, but that's like not a way to make money. <laughs> no offense to all the beat poetry people out there, but that's not a steady job. That's kind of fascinating no. if they did intend for him to be a cop. And he like lived in fucking North Beach. Like... He lived in this amazing apartment with a view of Coit Tower, and, like, clearly he made a lot of money, whatever the fuck he did. Yeah. I think he was definitely not a cop, because he was clearly going to Anthony, Anthony LaPaglia to get help to track stuff Oh, no, stuff he's down. not a no, cop. Yeah, I mean, it was obvious that he wasn't a cop later, but, like, that was the only thing they ever gave you. Yeah. Yeah, that and the beat poetry thing. The beat poetry thing. It was, it was I mean, great. Maybe, maybe oh, he ahead. owns that club. Like maybe that's his club, his his. Where did he get the money from? His dad's butcher shop. I don't Although know. I guess butcher shops in San Francisco make a lot of money. Cause look at her apartment. Yeah, cause she has this like amazing bubble bath for some reason. Wait, uh, his, uh, was it his butcher shop? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, his, they mentioned his dad was a butcher. Also, Alan Arkin was amazing. Oh yeah. The, the the police chief like that was yes he kind of stole the show there a little bit the whole the whole cop side <laughs> thing was like way better than the story oh yeah. yeah yeah that was pretty hilarious at first I was like when when they were first setting it up I was like okay but then they just and I still you know it's funny because you think that that would be a joke that you would see over and over again but I have not seen that joke before. That was pretty great. Oh, the I'm being a cop isn't what I expected. No, the like, the like boss. I guess yeah, but the boss that's like super like too nice, nice, too nice, and then he's like trying yeah. to put on a show for him. Like I've never seen that before in a cop drama. Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine kind of takes that in in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but that's still the only other time I've seen it. Yeah. So I mean, to tip my hand a little bit, yeah. This movie is not quite as good as I remembered it. And it's kind of fascinating. Like, So I was 15 when this movie came out. And I think the humor in this movie kind of defined my personal sense of humor. Mm. Which Explains now that I everything. see it in the clear light of day, that's kind of a sad commentary. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, explains yeah. a lot about all of the random hellos. Ah! I never do that. I never have and never would. That does I'm not even approach out all being of your funny. commentary here. I... <laughs> but the uh, that that gag. Uh, oh, what this place needs is an oversized poster of Atlantic City. Oh, you got oh, one. Like, that is exactly my sense of humor that I took away from this movie. Mm. That's that's one of my sort of jokes. You know, you don't say hello a lot, but you do say word, which, in my opinion, I is do. just as bad. No, I don't think I not. ever say word as a joke. That's what's Yeah, bad. you're always dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> I say it completely in earnest. And it's not good. Wow. Don't think that you can pull that off. There's a lot of uh, revelations in Clear Light yeah. of Day happening right now. Nick, this is actually an intervention for you. <laughs> There's also a lot of montages in this movie. Yeah. Well, oh, I, an another thing I said was I was like, so does he not marry her? Or like, do they get married? It took a long time. Yeah, a lot of not getting married in this movie. During their whole, like, first date in the meat shop, like, 
How many code violations did they make? Yeah, right? Well, they kept taking money. Like, they didn't have gloves on. They kept accepting money and then touching the meat and, like, not washing their hands. It's blood money. Or, like, throwing (laughs) everywhere. And I think that's kind of a a good example of the issue with Mike Myers. It's like he walked into a butcher shop and he says, oh, let me just play around in a butcher shop. Follow me around with the camera and you can make an amazing montage because I'm so funny. But he wasn't. And it's it was like this weird like because the accidental first date is like totally a trope that that was a thing for a while. And Mm -hmm. like that was the weirdest accidental first date montage. You want to work in my butcher shop? Completely illegally. (laughs) Exactly. And it might have been funnier in the context of, like, this montage happens in every fucking date movie. And, like, we're making fun of, like, the the montage itself. Mm -hmm. But, like, so many years later, it doesn't hold up. I think it's just that the humor didn't quite fit. Because if that scene had been in Wet Hot American Summer, it would (laughs) have made perfect sense. Yeah. It would have been funnier. Yeah. Yeah, the story was intended to be a little too grounded for something like that i really want to talk about weekly world news because (laughs) as brett and sam probably already know i loved weekly world news oh my god news is the best so good and the amazing part is is we were sitting here watching this movie and bryce didn't even know what weekly world news was and this is the movie that you brought to the table and the the whole joke is the fact that weekly world news publishes nothing but like bullshit it's 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 the publication of lies yeah no it contains facts <laughs> and you that was like the whole joke i mean it does have the eighth highest circulation anyway i i thought it was hilarious i loved weekly world news my dresser is uh paper macheed with weekly world news <laughs> like it really is oh that's awesome uh so and, and in fact i recognized some of those covers it was pretty pretty amazing god Did i love weekly world news notice i mean at a couple of points it's mostly in the in the stupid slam poetry club uh the terrible terrible hats <laughs> oh yeah and and i think uh i was right about the amazing blazers that mike myers oh wears my in this movie. Uh, that like full black blazer suit uh, thing that looks like an ultra hip like matrix outfit was mm-hmm. just it's so bad the wool matrix the yeah. wool matrix yeah his like chunky turtleneck sweater yeah. Oh, man. Also, his hair. Why is his hair that bad? Because that was so popular oh, yeah, in the that 90s. Was, that was so that early was 90s the, hair. Like, look. What? It was so bad. Though. I don't remember the, that look. The Jonathan Taylor Thomas sort of. Oh. You know. But that, he's like a 10 year old. Seeing it on like a grown man is just sad. <laughs> I don't think you saw it on a grown man. Oh. I think you saw it on a man child. Man child. <laughs> Yeah, Mike Myers definitely has, like, 90s face. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was funny. I was like, wow, Mike Myers was, like, a little bit more attractive back then. (laughs) We just learned that people are more attractive when they're young. No, just specifically Mike Myers. (laughs) Unless you're Paul Rudd, then you never age. That's true. (laughs) Exactly. I loved, like, the big cameos, but 
there's a special place in my heart for Phil Hartman as Vicky, yeah. the uh, Alcatraz guard. <laughs> yes. They took turns pissing into the bitch's ocular cavity. But I had a serious <laughs> problem with that scene that I wonder yeah. if, Brett and Sam, you had the same problem. As local people who grew up in the Bay Area, do you fucking go to Alcatraz? No. No, no. But if you're, but if you're a cop, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe they're why? just having a good time no, using police not, resources. Not a cop. Yeah, they took a police boat to yeah, Alcatraz. Like, so I didn't. And then they were with tourists, though. Like, why? And I, remember, they weren't driving the police boat, so they used the police as a fucking taxi to Alcatraz. Yes. Yeah. But the thing that bothered me the most was that scene felt like the director was like, okay, I've got a really boring scene where they're just going to talk and deliver information. How can I make this interesting? Let's shoot at Alcatraz. That sounds like a really, really good strategy with Phil Hartman. You, I'll take it. You have <laughs> yeah. to give them a little Doesn't bit of make credit. It good. The, the, the Hollywood standard for covering up the, uh, the uh, uh, here's the exposition is like throw a half naked lady on the screen. So that's true. Like, like Dune. <laughs> like Dune. <laughs> Although I don't know if she's half naked. She's not half naked. She's just really pretty. Yeah. No, she's just really pretty that I undress <laughs> her with my eyes. Ten minutes of exposition at the beginning of the movie. It's really boring. How are we going to make people watch this? Oh, let's put a pretty lady on the screen. Yes, that'll solve all of our problems. Yeah, I've yeah. never gotten past and, that. In this 10 case, minutes. the. Pretty lady is Phil Hartman. Phil, Phil Hartman. <laughs> that's a. I love Phil Hartman. Everything I've ever seen him in is is just magical. And like I was distracted by how much I miss Phil Hartman watching yeah. that scene. Oh. And I didn't. I don't even remember what happened. I You've just, got I, a big lesbian crush on him, don't you? I fucking love Phil Hartman. I love that. Like that. That annoyed, exhausted look when they interrupt <laughs> his story. It's the best acting in the movie. Well, Alan Arkin, I think, was the best when he yeah. busts in as the the angry chief. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was that was really yeah. good. What? But it was like so. It was so endearing. Like he'll even he's so nice. He'll even do that. Yeah, yeah. Bryce, you look like you're gonna die. What do you, What do you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? It is? Bryce is sitting over there being like, I really like that. <laughs> <sighs> no, it just, it's interesting that Phil Hartman is in this movie. There's definitely a bit of irony there, and I don't know if this is a funny joke or not. <laughs> so dark. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't quite make a, that connection, but. It's so sad. It's incredibly sad. It's horrifying because it's, it's true. Sad. Oh, Bryce. <laughs> Way to be a downer. It's just this. It's an interesting. Uh, okay. I mean, it's 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 like the same as the Michael Richards joke from earlier. Like, there's there's some things in this movie that were like it's too much too reality. Real. Uh, did anyone else get like a weird uh, Beetlejuice vibe in that like in the yeah. hotel? I think it's just the '90s-ness like, of it all. It was, it was, it was like I all see. of these weird, weird angles, and yeah. then like the fucking weird Danny Elfman music comes in, and they start, oh, get, in the, yeah. get in the chair, and we'll carry you to your room so you guys can have like a wedding fuck. All right. Like, yeah, that was, was just I, uncomfortable. I think that was intentional and pretty well played. They started like building the tension with this cartoonish farce sort of thing. I think yeah, but works. then they abandoned it for the actual, like, the whole, like, axe murderer sequence. Like, I don't think it, so. 
it, I think it, that it connected. Didn't carry, the crazy didn't carry through, I don't think. Ah, it's th- not in the cinema, cinematography anyway. I mean, the plot was nuts. <laughs> yeah. So he, like, he, so he didn't marry an axe murderer. It's kind of a letdown on my, on my prediction for the movie. Uh, cause there was no, the, there was no joke and they never said it in the movie and it wasn't yeah. really the punchline of anything. Yeah. It was just kind of like, oh, we named it this to throw you off. Exactly. Because, because the sister's obviously the bad guy from the very first time we meet her. And so we needed to name the movie something else so that you wouldn't think that the whole Like, time. what if that other movie was like, so I didn't know what you did last summer? <laughs> like, that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do last summer? <laughs> That's interesting, Brett. Are you saying that you you nailed that the sister was the killer as soon as you saw her? Yeah, did you me not too. think that? I didn't know. Well, I know. The, the, either, I, was, I mean, maybe not the first time you saw her because she was naked and had no lines. But like right after that, when they had their little breakfast meeting, and she's like, "Oh, but you guys did sleep together." Oh, okay. Well, just watch out. Like, yeah. Uh, there was nothing yeah. else you could think. It there. I, yeah. I when I saw this movie the first time I was fifteen and I didn't make connections like that. See, I was just still really hoping that she was the axe murderer and that we were gonna get this like awesome scene and it never happened. So You are too much of a horror fan. This just felt like a romantic comedy that happens to have like a killer moment at the end. But it didn't I, feel I yeah. think the movie you want is Slither. It's a killer uh, rom com. <laughs> I, no. I actually, I kind of feel like the movie you want to see is My Stepmother is an Alien. I haven't seen that. Where they actually yeah, pay off with that. like the kids being like, I think I our think, stepmother's an alien. I kind of think I just shit. wanted to see a different movie and never mm. see this movie again. <laughs> well, you know, I, I have to come to the defense of this movie a little bit. Like watching it now, it's not a good movie. No. But it was really enjoyable. Good job, Bryce. You know, we've got like four or five amazing cameos. We've got the Scottish father, the whole Weekly World the News. The Scottish father was like not good. I can't believe that you're defending that. That was I horrible. I think he was funny. The way he was no, tearing I, apart I the say, little brother with the enormous head. I gotta say head. the Scottish father is good. Yeah. <sighs> I think Gosh. you're alone on that one, Ash. Oh, so one more thing I forgot to mention. The mom character... First of all, she was hilarious trying to make out with the friend. Yeah. Brett and I were trying to figure out where we recognized her from, and she's the the pigeon lady from Home Alone too. Hmm. Oh wow! She saved Kevin McAllister. The, the, yeah. The magic uh, homeless lady who makes the entire plot of the movie work. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I don't remember the, that. Deus ex machina pigeon lady. <laughs> De- De- Deus ex pigeona. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a little nugget in this movie that like it's something that I love that you guys would probably be completely bored by, but maybe somebody else will love it. And uh, any of you seen the movie Sneakers? No. 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 Oh, amazing movie. Robert Redford, fantastic. It's a, it's set in San Francisco, and uh, um. Robert Redford, yeah. Robert Redford <laughs> drives around. Did you just black out? Yeah, I just, I had a strip. <laughs> um, Robert Redford drives around a little orange car, Mangia. And it's exactly the same car that's in this movie. Oh. So oh. they're both, I, they must have rented it from the same place or whatever. So in both movies, you see literally it's the same car. It's inconceivable that they would make more than one of that car. 
it's no, but it's like outrageous. it's kind of a known thing that that's the same car in both of the movies. Oh, really? Yeah, it's wow. just kind of neat. So if you see those hmm. two, same car. Of of all of the things that felt dated in the movie, it was de- Mike Myers definitely felt no, the most. It dated. was Mike Myers' hair. <laughs> Mike Myers' hair. <laughs> Mike Myers yeah, hair, his yeah. jackets. <sighs> yeah. His hello. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hello. Hello. I can't believe they like opened the film with that. That was like his opening line, and I just instantly turned to Bryce and I was like, "Oh boy, this is what you're in for." We good. So, Brett, you mentioned favorite parts. Did you say your favorite part? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it was it was definitely. I mean, the the Phil Hartman bit I think was my favorite. Uh, and I don't know if it was like the best part of the movie or if it was just like my overwhelming love of Phil Hartman that, that <laughs> made that so special. Uh, oh yeah. There's so, cause he's always like doing like voice acting and stuff. And so whenever he's on screen, it's more, it's fun. But, uh, yeah, that was, no, that was, uh, that was my favorite part, I think, was mm. that whole, you can call me Vicky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Sam? Yeah, definitely the same. That had us busting up laughing. I was well, you guys. That was the moment I was waiting for, but then I was like pleasantly surprised to be reminded of Alan Arkin and mm. Charles Grodin. You know, not letting him commandeer oh the car. Oh my god, that was my favorite. That was pretty good. Oh god, that was hilarious. So good, and I just love when he's like, "Okay, I might need to arrest somebody, so can <laughs> you like wait here?" And he just drives off. <laughs> that's the that's the thing is there was like. There, there weren't, there wasn't a favorite police bit moment. Like, just that whole cop subplot was yeah. so fantastic and so much like, better than the actual plot yeah. of the movie. I want to see like a whole movie where it's just like <laughs> the cop that wants to. Oh, I guess that was the other guys, though, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess a little bit. Yeah, I just it's it's disappointing that, in my opinion, Mike Myers was like the least funny person yeah out of all the comedians in this movie because you enjoyed watching austin powers right oh yeah absolutely i loved austin powers i'm really sad that you watched that movie recently because i haven't seen it since i was a kid and i really want to watch it for the podcast well we could still watch it (laughs) i'll just pretend cut this out i know as soon as we watched it we were like oh that would have been good for the we i think we watched it before we were doing the podcast but yeah um it was like my favorite it was so good god so good except see that's the thing is is austin powers 2 i love that movie but i fucking hate fat bastard i just think fat bastard is like the worst part of that movie and maybe it's just the fact that like i don't dig Mike Myers's like Scottish stick character that he's trying to do. I don't know. Like, did, did you get around to the third Austin Powers movie yet? Yeah. Because uh, gold, gold member. Yeah, gold the finger. smoke and a pancake guy. Yeah, like that is even worse than Fast ba- Fat Bastard. <laughs> that was so bad. I don't remember who, who's that. Gold I think, member. I think it was Gold. You member. don't. You don't remember enough gold. <laughs> Because hmm. if you didn't, if you don't remember that, then you don't, you didn't see the movie. I, I just remember, remember that creepy guy who ate his own skin, and it has forever grossed me the fuck what? out. Ate his own? God, I don't remember. Maybe like peels it off movie. in big chunks and then eats it. Yeah, wow. I don't remember any of this. All this Mike Myers stuff makes me curious, but not curious enough to watch Love Guru. 
Uh, oh no. no, no. The moral <laughs> of that movie is cultural appropriation, nothing more. There's a reason he didn't do anything after that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. He's kind of <laughs> slipped off the. Was the guru Scottish? Man. He probably pitched that idea. Probably. All right, so Bryce, you're the one who inflicted this upon us. How do you he feel? Was... Did this stand up? What 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 are your final thoughts on this whole debacle? It did not stand up. <laughs> no, that's it. Once again, shaking your head isn't great for podcasts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think, Ash? First time view? Oh, Final not great. Verdict. No, no. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Except for those amazing cameos. Pretty bad. <laughs> Unfortunately. I enjoyed seeing um my my old stomping grounds of San Francisco though. I wonder if this movie could be edited down to a thirty eight minute version that's all about Anthony LaPaglia's character trying to be <laughs> a better cop. <laughs> Just randomly busting in at this. Also, I mean, where the fuck is that stupid, like, hotel supposed to be? Because, like, I grew up in Northern California, and that is, unless they're staying in Yosemite, that was not Northern California. Well, no, he had, they took, probably... the guy had to fly there. They was, they but were they also in... drove there in one day, so it can't it was... be that far. And it's definitely north it's of the Carmel. city. Carmel. I think it's oh. Carmel. Maybe they were like in just in nor- like northern northern California. The northern California that we don't talk about because it's filled with rednecks. And places called weed. <laughs> <laughs> and beat poet themed hotels. Apparently. Surrounded by majestic Romanian mountains. Can we talk about the fact that all of his beat poetry was just horrendously awful? Well, I mean, isn't all bee poetry? <laughs> See, I'm going to argue with you there. I've actually mm-hmm. seen some pretty good bee poetry. Yeah, before. I've seen some good some good bee poetry. That, like, but his shit was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Do we I'll blow the candle on out on his beatnik poetry? Yeah. Do we blow it out. <laughs> Let the smoke pass Re- by our faces. Relationship Bad over. Poetry. Oh, no, a tree. No, a tree. <laughs> So, Sam, what's your uh, final decision on this whole thing? It wasn't awful, but I don't think I'd want to watch it again. I'm left with the question of uh, what do we have that that is what Mike Myers has given us? We have <laughs> are we better as Wayne's a world? <laughs> we got we Wayne's improved? World, we got Austin Powers, and we got Shrek. Is that it? Those are the good ones. Is that yeah. it, Mike I'm Myers? Uh, I've been around so long. What about some of the Saturday Night Live stuff? Like, Dieter is really good. What is Dieter? There's like the uh, German dance club guy Mm. on Saturday Night Live. I remember the German dance club guy. And what you're talking about is the best of Mike Myers. But is it the best of SNL? No. (laughs) (laughs) So 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 this movie was not good. I'm not going to say it sucked because... If I there were parts of it that were really good, but the movie as a whole not good. Uh, and I just I really want to know, like Mike Myers, you've been alive a long time. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> All right, looking at IMDb, I have the answer. Yeah, the, I know I have an answer too. The best of Mike Myers was the uh, the the British general in Inglorious Bastards. 
Uh, I was just going to say that. That was amazing. I forgot about that. And that that. is a movie I never got around to seeing. Uh. And Cat in the... Cat in the Hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talk best. Best. Oh. Don't mention it if it sucks. And that uh, Britney Spears music video. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, he really was in the. <laughs> so, oh, you guys are I- like, IMDb. Yeah. Like, I meant it, I meant it as a snarky <laughs> asshole joke. But if if you guys wanna. I, I was actually really curious. take him down a peg. <laughs> like fifty percent of what he's done has been a Scottish accent. I'm just saying, it's like mostly Shrek movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Half his IMDb is home video Shrek bullcrap. Yeah. He really hung on to that. Yeah. He likes that accent. I I don't know if it's him hanging on to it or if, if it's DreamWorks hanging on to it. They made a lot of Shrek stuff. Well, if it makes money, they're gonna make it. It was like. Make it rain on DreamWorks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what they did. It was it was a Mike Myers shaped pinata filled with <laughs> millions of dollars. <laughs> all right, so I think uh, all in all, you know, this kind of proves the point of our whole experiment. Sometimes movies that you love in your youth don't quite hold up, but I, I for one, can see why I loved it. I can see why I don't love it anymore. I don't know. But I think it. I think it was a good case for the uh, for the experiment. I'm glad we watched it. I didn't. I did enjoy the experience, whether it's a good movie or not. You're like trying to let it down easy. So good. You're like you're like Mike Myers in that park from Full House. <laughs> Come on, baby. I'm sorry. I'm just, just trying to rationalize the time that we have spent here this evening. To... After we spent like five minutes just shitting on Mike Myers's career. <laughs> <laughs> So be sure to check us out on Twitter if you uh, have some suggestions for movies. I that... just I just want to say that I'm really sorry that we made you watch this movie, dear listener. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm really sorry. I think people will have a good time with the movie. Okay. I had a good time. You can have a good time with a movie that's not, it's not technically yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'll, as I'm you're... planning on bringing a movie like that to the table next time it's my turn. <laughs> Oh no! So yeah, if you have suggestions for other movies that we should be covering, we've we've started to get some suggestions, and we're going to start working those into our list. Uh, check us out on Twitter. We're at at Let's Rewatch, no spaces. Uh, you could you could follow me, uh, Brett at Bread Eagles. Uh, it's Bread the Food underscore Eagles on Twitter, uh, and I also have a website uh, with the same. Same deal going on. Bread Eagles. No underscore, though. BreadEagles.com. Uh, and there's music there and stuff. Uh, that's what I do, usually. Uh, you can hear it on the channel. <laughs> usually at the end of the video. Yeah. Uh, on uh, Last Ash, which is Ash's thing. Yeah. We do silly videos on YouTube. If you didn't already know, because we tell you all the time. But we are a part of Laughs Ash TV, which is our little YouTube channel where we do funny video work all of us here on the podcast and um brett and i do a show called let's drink where we you know if you want to hear us even more drunk than right now you can watch that and we get very drunk on camera we have and recommend some good things to drink yeah yeah we do actually we just did a game of thrones one and one of the drinks had dry ice in it and it was quite an experience that was a cool drink it was a cool drink um and then uh we do other stuff we have video game parodies there's a cooking show hunger dames we do all sorts of other fun stuff 
And make sure you check that out on YouTube. And our channel name is Laugh TV. And we're also on Twitter at Laugh TV. You can follow me on Twitter as well if you want more of my ridiculousness. And I'm at Ashes Stash. Next time on Let's Rewatch Sex Lives of the Potato Men. Potato Men? Potato <laughs> You say Potato Men, I say Potato Men. <laughs> That's also where I rest my feet on the potato. <laughs>